Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good evening. Welcome to Morning Just Podcast. You say morning, afternoon, wherever you happen to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, morning, afternoon, wherever you happen to be. Do you want to do the intro? Should start again? Here we go. Three, two, one. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever happens to be time you are listening to this. And just to make an early explanation, uh, George has been to the V Festival over the weekend, so he's going to sound a little bit less lacklustre than he usually sounds optimistic. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense what you just said. sense at all, does it? It's the 100th episode. We are back for another season. We are. Season four, episode one. hundred episodes. Where's it all Congratulations. Gone, Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, I don't know, but we've had a great time, haven't we? Yeah, we should have done this last week, um, but we just, we, we were busy people, weren't we? Holidays. Holidays. Mainly holidays. Festivals. Going out. I, I don't it wasn't at a festival last week. No. I think it was just you, Sean, actually. No, it was, it was your dad, actually. Oh, you were on holiday. Or just oh, got so back off just holiday. Just got back off holiday. So, apologies for the late start in the podcast. I, I think know. we always start late. We, we had a few comments saying, wow, we have nothing to talk about over the summer. Yeah. Nothing happened, did it? No, nothing at all. I think that was mainly, uh, mainly Nigel Khan that said that. And I just want to say, I spoke to Nigel Khan earlier. And I talked to him about the possibility of us getting Nigel Pullis as manager, a future manager. Who's Nigel Pullis? Is he related Nigel to Tony Pullis? Tony Pullis. Who is the... the, the <laughs> I started early on. I started early with my name. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. Uh, Tony Pullis. Uh, and he said, look, I've always said anyone but Allardyce, but not, not Nigel Pullis. Who is Nigel Pullis? Tony Pullis. Nigel again. I don't want Pulis, to be honest. Really? Yes. He did a lot with um, Palace last year and played some entertaining football. Uh, we're, we're starting as if we're getting a new manager, Sean. Let's start the podcast. And oh, yeah, of course. No, because the big news is, of course, We've we haven't been on We've still got the same air. manager. We've got the same manager, which is great because I'm 
pro Allardyce, if you remember. But you're not really, are you? I am really, yeah. Well, you're not. Well, you weren't really. You just decided to be for the balance of the podcast. No, no, no. I am pro Allardyce. I'm completely behind the manager. Yeah, I bet. With a grimace on your face <laughs> and gritted teeth. Anyway, <laughs> what's done is done. He's our manager for now. Yep. And um, yeah, I'm also. I've also said that I'm not going to be pessimistic. Lackluster as he is optimistic. As he is optimistic. Now, I've done a running order. Do you want... Oh, you probably want to explain about Reese, don't you? Oh, uh, yeah, Reese isn't here. Reese is a casualty of V-Festival. Oh, Reese went to V-Festival and hasn't made it out for the podcast tonight. Yeah. The so, hundred special podcast. Well, yeah, it's not a big deal or anything, is it? No. Um, but, yeah, we're here, so... Well done, George. Do you want to talk we about pre-season it. before this Spurs? Yeah, I think that makes sense. It. Yeah. Um, so it is a bit in the past actually. It is so do you want to whip through yeah, it Sean? You, you quickly go through it because I think you went to, to one yeah, or two I'm, of them didn't so you? We, we obviously uh, we didn't have the greatest of pre-seasons uh, Stevenage started off with uh, a 2-2 draw uh, Jarvis and Downing getting the West Ham goals uh, Ipswich held us 0-0 then we went to New Zealand 11,500 absolutely miles. ridiculous apparently allegedly we got a uh, about two million pound for going. Not that that was the reason for going, but you it's, know, it was it's financial. The most ridiculous thing. You we could lost do. the first game to Wellington Phoenix, two uh, one. Sarate got his his first goal, and then of course we played Sydney it's FC. Good goal. Um, and we lost three uh, one, and we didn't even score a goal. Although Jarvis got an assist, it was an own goal, wasn't it? Um, in Sydney, but we lost Andy Carroll. We lost him before this these games, though, didn't we? No, we lost him... Uh, well, the news hadn't broken. It, it, the news broke when we were about to play Sydney. They kept on saying he's going to play the second game at Sydney. He was seen limping off during training. Um, I understand. I can't go into details. It's an old injury. But the next minute we knew he was back on a plane, back to England, and then flying off to America and... Um, Having his ankles set. It's, the other, it's the other foot, isn't it? It's not the same one that he oh, had When I say year. old injury, I'm not talking about that injury. Yeah, but the, the There's one an alleged that incident that happened when he was at Newcastle. Yeah, but the one that had kept him out of all of last year, or the most of last injury. year, yeah. is the different foot, isn't it? Yeah. So The, the alleged incident happened when he was in uh, Newcastle Youth in 2008. But uh, We can't go into that. I can't go into it. What a tease you are, Sean. I know. Aren't you? And then we move... And you're so clever and important because you know all this stuff. <laughs> then we move to Germany. Oh, we, we missed the... Uh, Germany? Obviously, uh, Morrison didn't want to travel uh, to the foreign climbs, so decided to have his groin injury just before the start of the uh, season. Can you, can you say that? Operation. <clears throat> I can, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well done. Um, Finally, something you can contribute to this podcast. Great. So he didn't want to go to uh, New Zealand or Germany uh, and had his... Uh, and we won't even go into how he got arrested with uh, alleged assault. Yeah, let's not talk about that. No. Alleged, allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged. Um, but, of course, our fun didn't end after New Zealand because we lost... Well, we drew 
uh, um, the German team, what they are, you pronounce it, George Schwartz. Schalke. Schwartz. 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 Where's the W? There is a G or the Z. Schalke. Schalke 04. Uh, we won quite on a famous penalties. team. Have you not heard of them before? They've yeah, been in the Champions League yeah. in recent yeah. years. We no? went on penalties 5-4 for memory. And then we played Malaga and lost 2-0. So great. Our only chance at silverware. Um, but we saved the best to last because we did win the Marathon Bet Cup. Yes. Yes. Did you go silverware. to the Silverware. Silverware. Finally. And we won it 3-2. I didn't go. You didn't go either, I did you? Go. No, no one went. I did have a uh, a personal email from Sean in the ticket office. Did you? From West Ham. Asked me if I'd like to come. Because <laughs> you went last year. Yeah, well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I just thought that was quite surprising that the club was taking that much time yeah. to email every... Had, what, who was there, Sean? Was it 10,000, 12,000? It would just surprise me. I, I went and last he, year. And he asked me, if you have any other queries about the ticket office, please... Feel, feel free to contact me. So I raised the uh, away ticket yeah. point scheme and how yeah. old school that is. Yeah. And he's actually enlightened me to the fact that if you scan in your You're not allowed form to. and email it to them... They're not allowed to. That's not what Sean says from the ticket office. Well, they're not allowed to because of PCI. It's a, it's a really boring fact to do with data protection. But basically there's something called PCI and you're not allowed... They're not authorised to do it over scan, which is why they've got to have it as facts, because it exempts. You must have read my article in the uh, well, London why, Standard. Why, why, has he said, why has he said that we can, then? He's he probably the has, but you shouldn't manager repeat it on the podcast, because he was probably trying to do you a favour, but legally, they're not allowed to do it because <laughs> they haven't got PCI. He didn't make that clear, so... He's got in trouble now. Sorry, Sean. If Gavin, head of ticketing, is listening to the podcast, he's probably out of a job now. He's probably bad to be listening as well, Sean. Mm. So, yeah, no ball scored penalty. Diam- Makes a change. Diam- uh, Diam- <laughs> For once. Diamy um, <laughs> scored with a brilliant... Diamy. Diamy. Where did we get him from? Is he a new signing? Where did we get him from? I've never heard of him. Uh, I'm having one of those. <laughs> 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 it's been a long, long off-season, isn't it? It has. Diamy. Diamy yeah. had a great solo goal, didn't he? Um, it was a very good goal. And, and then, of course, hero of the hour, uh, Reese Burke. He looks good. He should be Centre playing. back, 17-year-olds, hero of the hour. Wasn't Rio in. about the same age when I he started? I thought Rio was the same age as him when he started for us, didn't he? That's a great fact. Where did you get that from? I don't know. I Rio was really good up. for QPR, wasn't he? Did you see he, he was, yeah. lost yeah. his mans? Yeah. yeah, I put him in my dream team. That's an error. Well, yeah. Simply because he's playing for QPR, who are probably going to concede a lot of goals this year. Well, I don't know why I should be helping you, though. Yeah, Carry on. Well, we'll see. Right. I can change him. So, yeah, we ended up... So, the point I'm going to make... I, I went to um, I went to the Woking game to see Elliot Lee, because it's just down the road from me, being a sub. Oh, yeah, do you know him? I don't. But oh. I paid £5. What about all the other players that are playing? Or was it just him? Well, I did see Mike there <laughs> doing some woeful free kicks and misses. Did you see DME? <laughs> the army. I didn't see the army. No, it was the development team. So, you know, Blair Tuggett and... Turgut. Turgut. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go uh, ahead. Anyway, Elliot Lee didn't disappoint us. He scored a hat-trick that night. Ten minutes from my door to get to Woking. Five, a free parking opposite the ground. 
he scored nine goals in his pre-season campaign. Um, two more than the first team managed. Three more if you if you don't count the own goal. Uh, scored three braces and a hat trick. So he got his call up um, at Sampdoria. Uh, was he on the bench for? He set Spurs? up the winning goal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, he set up the winning goal. With he did. Burke, yeah. Was he? Uh, he wasn't on the bench, was he, for uh, the Spurs game? I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Mate. I didn't take um, any notice of that. I'm afraid. But disappointingly, both Reese Burke and uh, Elliot Lee have not got a squad number yet. No. So we got twenty yeah. twenty three uh, people in the there squad. Was, there was one other thing that happened, wasn't it? There was the laughable interview on Talksport that Sullivan. Oh, yeah. Do we come on to that? Or no, we don't. That? No. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Well, well it was hilarious, and that's pretty much uh, down to you, Sean, wasn't it? Our little bit of uh, well, I, I in was for me. I was invited on to talk sport as you would um, be to do. I've been becoming a bit of a regular on talk you sport. You are, mate. Lately. You are the spokesman for the. In fan. fact, they, they rung me up on Saturday and asked me, and I said, "I'm in the Isle of Wight. I can't do it. I'm on my holes. Yeah, I'm on my holes. Sorry. Yeah. No um, calls, please." So I was invited on. I think John McCoy was on first, and I was on second. Uh, and a friend bloody, of the podcast, that's a bloody cheek, isn't it? I should have had you on first, wouldn't you? Leon Hyde <laughs> was on. Uh, was, I know who you are. <laughs> Leon Hyde, friend of the podcast, was listening, and as you know, he knows the Sullivans. So he, Sullivans were on holiday in uh, uh, what's that place in Spain? The posh place where they put the boats. No. Marbella, Porto Benus. Ibiza. I think it was Porto Benus or Marbella, one of the others. See, I was in Frangarola. Nice. <laughs> nice. Anyway, he told them to tune in, and they tuned in, and Sam Delaney was going off on one and basically calling the chairman a liar and saying he was keeping stuff back from them. And a very upset uh, David Sullivan came on Talk Sport to set the record straight and then spent the next 20 minutes... Um, Telling everybody everything. It was a very strange interview, wasn't it? it because was bizarre. It, 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 he was saying things, and I was like, should you really be saying that, even when yeah. he was saying that? There was, there was stuff there was stuff like that that just should stay at boardroom level. We want honesty, we want transparency, but certain things should be kept at boardroom level. Sean's doing some sort of celebration. Yeah, yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah. What are you uh, doing? <laughs> nothing. Shaking your hand about like that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that was an interesting. That was an interesting listen. That was another interesting part that happened over the summer. The it's uneventful it's, are summer. Are there any other bits we missed in the? I mean, we're going to get to the transfers in a minute. On no, what then do you think? Let's go but, to. But let's was there anything else that we missed apart from, you know, Morrison being arrested, going in front of court, bailed, appeared. I thought we were going to talk about that, etc. Well, what is there to say about it? Nothing. There's nothing. That's fine. No. You just said it all. Who knows? Was there What's anything else? No, that was it. It was the. Uh, there's a few bits and pieces flying about where... Reed still hasn't signed a new contract, despite being yeah. offered uh, 65 grand a week now. He looks like still he's going to walk at the end of his contract, doesn't he? Yeah. Refuses to sign. And it's, uh, it's just an amazing offer. Five-year contract, 65 grand a week. See, I personally did... I would rather him say, can I go now and take get some money for him? Because for it all said and done, I think the club deserves some money back from him. Yeah. But, but there you go. There you go. He does walk away. No one's, the, the thing disappointing. is, the one thing I'm going to tell you before we go later to transfers is no one, and I repeat, no one <laughs> wants any of our players, including Winston Reid. Well, we know that because David Sullivan told us that. Yeah. yeah no, no one's, one's come in. No inquiries and no bids. So there, there you go. go. You know, so that's the culmination of 
years worth of scouting and it, it takes some time to not be not, not be wanted by anyone it's clever stuff you just sign for West anyway, Ham and that's all you need to do. let's talk about Dirty Spurs so our amazing record against Tottenham ended on Saturday none of us attended the game so we're going to quickly brush over it and pretend it never happened because for me and Sean the season starts on Saturday at Palace yeah, away we are going to Palace away I, I did listen to the, I listened to the commentary on the radio and then watched the Extended highlights after. I was I was going to take a bit more interest, but when I realised that Carlton Cole was starting up front on his own, I just I was out anyway doing something else. That's why I didn't go. Getting because, on it. Yeah, well, that's because I actually booked to do that because one of my men here, who's fully in the know, said the game was going to be the Monday night <laughs> I kickoff. Did, didn't I? So that's why I got rid of my <clears> ticket. Wrong. And I was, you know, so uh, yeah, when I saw it was. Carlton Cole up front on his own. I just thought, you know what, I'm out and about. But you know what, we well, sold our tickets. Didn't we doesn't start till we next sold game. our we sold them some t- all free tickets to some uh, some mates who really enjoyed their day. So we got our money back, didn't we? We got our face value back. So let's look on the bright side. You know, so what I find got... a bit disappointing about actually saying like, talking about things that we missed out on all this time. Gold is keeps saying on Twitter. We have bought strikers. We've bought Zerati, we bought Valencia. And I was very surprised that he didn't um, start with Seiko. Yeah, Seiko, Seiko, yeah. Sacco. Is it Sacco? But you know, Ron Sarko why 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 if if Zerati is a, a good because the only person I've heard of any of these players that are signed for us is the um, what's his name, Jenkinson. From yep, well, we're going to get back onto transfers, but that's that's. Well, I've never heard of any of the others. We talk a lot about of people that. have said that Zerati is a good player, so why didn't yeah. he start? Right. He is a we good talk player. about that. You can ask those questions in a minute. So we we'll quickly run through the stats of the Spurs game. Obviously, we conceded a very late loss, losing goal. West Ham nil. West um, dirty Spurs one, as you've written here, Sean. Yeah. West Ham possession forty-seven percent, eighteen shots with four on target. Spuds had fifty-three percent, ten shots and four on target. That tells you a game. Now, can I just say something? The person who took my ticket, Gary, um, who's a mate... Could have taken mine, he don't know. Well, he might have done. Uh, Or mine, could have been done. He did say to me, I said, what was the game like? And he said, we had the best of the game, despite losing. And the stats... The the highlights show that we were sort of the better team and and the more chances. But Tottenham... Another interesting fact is, you know the game we last won at the end, last game of the season, wasn't it? Yep. It's Possession gotten. was exactly the same, forty-seven percent, fifty-three. They, they, went overwrote down, this. they went down to ten men as well that day. Didn't yeah, they? and uh, and our shots were—I think we had twenty shots, eight on target last time. So, so very similar games. Yeah. So Martin Noble missed the penalty. That was a surprise. That to was me. a surprise. First time he, in five he, he and a half He was so years. confident that he had to just started to celebrate before the ball had finished. He just if didn't you make watch contact it, he with goes it. to go. I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling that when I've seen it on the replays now, I think that Lloris goes and makes his mind up. I think he was going to put it where Lloris was going. He sent the goalkeeper the wrong way. And I think I think he changed his mind. He had the, the last minute. Yeah, I think the goalkeeper going early changed his mind and I think that's why he missed it. Was it a penalty? Um, it was the handball, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah, well, I, I think, think it, it was. Was, was it sending off? I don't, know about it. I don't think it was sending off. Because well, it was Nolan trying to do it. He ain't but the rules score, of the game <laughs> say it was a goal. if it's a goal-scoring opportunity, it must well, be sent off. I know the rules about football. That's so funny, isn't it? Was <laughs> it a goal-scoring opportunity? <laughs> it was a goal-scoring opportunity. Right. And it, it, it's so not. It's debatable that it's sending off. It is debatable, but it didn't do us any real favours, did it? Long ball 
stats, West Ham hit 59 long balls, Spurs had 32. The most long balls, excluding the goalkeepers, was West Ham Stuart Downing with 12. That's, that's only because uh, Spurs got sent off early. Spurs have Eunice Kabul with 8. So, my questions for the game of what I watched. I don't, I don't think we should dwell on it too much. Yeah, because yeah, well, we haven't da- seen Downing, it. Downing, we Downing, there. Should have, Downing should have scored. Did you see the Downing chance? I did, yes. He should have scored. Um, but that was a really good little bit of play, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Did you see, I mean, I actually bought a paper today, I read a paper at my lunch, and uh, he's in there, Allardyce, saying that, pretty much blaming, saying it won't happen overnight, Sheringham's only just got into him. Yeah. You know, well, we're going to hear what the gaffer has to say in a minute. Don't spoil it. Blame and sharing them for their lack of goal-scoring prowess <laughs> already. Um, <laughs> it's incredible. The uh, neck, Colton neck Cole, I'm going to admit, I've been a fan of Colton Cole. He was woeful, absolutely woeful. Yeah. I still don't understand why Valencia... Well, sorry, hold on, hold on, mate. So you say you are a fan of Colton Cole? I have been in the past, yeah. yeah. I've, been the, I've been the friend of Colton Cole. I'm the opposite to what, what the position of um, George has been. I, th- I think he's brilliant. I think he's the, probably one of the best strikers um, in the country. Optostats. I was talking... So, Optostats, I think, um, in general play, the top of everybody on the field was Mark Noble with 69. Do you know what Carlton Carl got in Optostats? 12. Minus 29. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom. Oh, so, two ends. Bless him. He's but when you look at the most successful passes... Most touches, 100 from Mark Noble. 91 was a Spurs player. Uh, most tackles, Mark Noble, Mark Noble. And look at the Optisats for every single thing. The standout player who was running all over the park, defending, doing everything, making all the play, Mark Noble. So I don't think we should give him a hard time. I'm not, missing I'm not gonna, I'm one no penalty in five and a half years. No one's going to give him a hard time. I don't think he's they? ever missed a penalty before, is he? I think in a competitive done, match, five and a half years is. I, I can't remember the last time I've seen him miss a penalty. But then you know, all I've like, I go back to what I said before. I, I've, this is before we'd signed Sacco, but I, if you got David Gold telling us we we have signed two new strikers because he gets pelters on Twitter, doesn't he? People going, you know, Gold this this. We still ain't bought a striker. Yeah. We ain't done this, and he's and he come back and said, yes, we have. We've bought Zarate and Valencia. So if you've got those two players. At least one of them's fit, and yeah. they've got to be. You wouldn't well, play. I want to ask a question about Valencia. Valencia for a bit. Valencia playing for seven minutes. I'll answer me a question if you know. He played in the World Cup. He scored three goals. He was match fit then. Why is he only can manage seven minutes? Apparently, this is exactly what uh, Neil McDonald said to someone who was very close to the dugout on Saturday. I'll be lucky if he plays five minutes. Why? Why can he only manage? 10 minutes, well, even 7 minutes on the pitch. How can he, from the World Cup, become so unmatched? Well, he's, he's probably been on, on holiday since, has he not? He's, he's, he's got quite... Um, first of all, he, he does a lot, he's done a lot of travellings from Mexico. Yeah, hmm. he would have had to, He's had to go to and from back here a couple of times in that time. When, when did the World Cup finish? His, his, his World Cup would have finished... At what? Five weeks end ago, of, end of June. But do you but fill out, fall out of match fitness? That yeah, but you don't. But he also needs a rest. You no. can't play football all year round, can you? Not at that level I hear that. about Valencia. He's a really good finisher, but he won't run all over the park all the time. Yeah, no, Apparently, I, I, it's in short bursts. He'll run short bursts, do something really special, and then he'll disappear again. He's I that just, kind of player. I just, I, I would have started Zarati. Yeah, it's a mystery. Although there's rumours that Zarati was a. Uh, 
the chairman's choice and, and Sam's trying to make a point with there the back there again, yeah. I thought Aaron Cresswell looked good considering he stepped up from uh, Ipswich. I thought he slotted in quite well. Guy Demelle, I hear, does not want to be at the club anymore. He's awful. He, he, he let him in. Did you see? He, he, uh, he was slow and apparently he, he doesn't want to be He wants to go back to Hamburg. He just, he's had a knock. He's been away on compassionate leave. And he don't want to be at the club anymore. Well, so shall we hear what we have got to say? Because we're, we're going into uh, one players. One person I just want to say that stood out for me in the game, apart from Mark Noble, Coyote. Yeah, apparently he's really, 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 really good. Player. Pass completion. Sorry <laughs> to go back to Optus stats. Ninety-seven percent. I'm not even tired, George. I'm starting to yawn a bit. Ninety-seven percent. Can you introduce what the gaffer had to say? Let's see what the gaffer had to say. Sam beaten by a sucker punch. Oh yes, yes, a double whammy, I think. Um, uh, but you, you have only ourselves to blame in that term because um, the game was. Uh, you know, there for us to take, there for us to win. Um, we haven't taken it, and in the end, instead of getting at the very least a, a point, we've ended up with nothing whatsoever. So it's. Um Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bit of pill to, borrow, to swallow the way we played. I think that um, we played some excellent football today after an early spell from Tottenham, got ourselves in the game and, and was terrific. And I think that the way we moved the ball around, switching the play, balls in the opposition's box, chances created... So there's three really big decisions that we should have taken today that we didn't, and that was the chances we created and didn't take one. That was Mark Noble missing the penalty, and that was our allowing ourselves to go to 10v10. Uh, and there are the three massive things that have cost us today's game for me. I can't remember seeing Mark Noble miss a penalty. Uh, not in my time. First one he's missed in over three years now. Uh, does what he normally did. We wait to see which way the keeper goes, but didn't get a clean contact on the ball and pulled it wide but 
it will happen somewhere along the line just for us unfortunately it's happened today and you know we'd like Mark to be sat in that dressing room not worrying about missing that penalty because we should have gone on from there and won it but uh, it is our problem and has been our problem for a while converting chances he said again today um, and like I said with 20 attempts at goal today and created some real good chances none more so at 10 v 10 when Stuart Downing got through and you know this is a big league it doesn't have punishing it's punished us into the hill today uh, and we're very very disappointed particularly how we managed the game today and how we managed Tottenham with the, the quality that they've got what was your take on the, the two yellows for James Collins today that, that brought it back to 10-10? Uh, well, it's just that the, uh, it's what the referees do, isn't it? You know, it's what they're instructed to do. They're only doing what they're instructed to do. Um, you know, I don't think there's, there's too much in uh, yellow cards like that for me. Um, and, of course, we didn't see him in the World Cup, did we? So I thought that was the area where we got our instructions from. So, But they didn't say in that. You could understand why the referee's done it, and um, I can't have too many complaints about it. Uh, like I said, it's really not his fault that we um, got ourselves in that position. It was our own fault we got ourselves in that position by giving silly possession away in very good area and uh, allowing Adebayor to run at us. Yes, maybe James could have done a little better, but um, like I said, those three things were critical to us not winning today. Well, what about the three debutants that we saw today, Cresswell, Coyate, and towards the end, Valencia? How did you think they fared? Well, Coyote should have got man of the match all hands up, all hands down, all hands in the air, however you want to call it. I thought it was absolutely outstanding. Uh, went and filled in at centre-half as well when we, uh, when we had Jin sent off. Um, you know, so I think really got a uh, really good player there. I think Aaron Cresswell's feeling his way in and finding the pace of the Premier League. I think there's good, uh, good quality from him, good going forward. I think that he um, just has to be careful about his possession sometimes. Uh, in, in areas where they're a little sharper to maybe nick the ball off you but all the team for me played as, as well as they could um, I think they, um, they did as well as they possibly could and against a side that um, are obviously expected to uh, compete for the top four spots this year and uh, it's just like a great shame for everybody that we haven't got anything out of it you know, we might we might have been reasonably satisfied with the points especially when we went back to 10 v 10 but to get nothing I think was a Really, really uh, harsh result for us. But like I said, in the end, only ourselves to blame. Only ourselves to blame. Yeah. What do you think of that, jo what do you think, John? Yeah. John George. I agree with the big man. You didn't even listen to it. I don't can't stand it. I, I do think <laughs> he's trying to be a bit more measured than he usually is. I think he's been told, don't get the fans' backs up by blaming injuries and this and that and everything else. Wow. So let's move on to transfers. Let's brush over the Spurs game. As yep. we say, the season starts for us on Saturday. Transfers. £80 million investment. Oh, shut <laughs> up, Sean. You're so... Oh, God. I'll tell you, mate. We've spent... The chairman have spent between £24.5 and £33 million in transfer fees. And another... If they stay for their whole length for their contract, yeah, that's exactly another it. forty-three million pounds in wages. Nobody another ever. four million pounds in agents' fees. You add that up, that's eighty million pound investment. Half Round of applause for the chairman. Half of that four million pounds will come back to him in their agent fees, probably. <gasps> what a shocking thing to say! <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, you, you can't present that as a figure, Sean, of our transfer investment. Eighty million pounds. You can't. We haven't spent. Bernard David Sullivan, David Gold. 
you know, if, if, if everyone and presented... Lady Brady if, if, oh of Plasto. God. If everybody, <laughs> if every club presented what their total value and wage structure is for the next five years of their contract, it'd be incredible figures. Mm. Anyway, let's start with um, Aaron Cressel. So, Aaron Cressel came in from Ipswich Town, a youngster. He cost £3.75 million. He's on a five-year contract around 25 k a week. I think he's like 23, isn't he? 24, I think. 24. Uh, that's £6.5 million in wages. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> he was good. I thought it was good. He's, he's made. He was uh, Ipswich. They loved him. Oh, didn't he play for Charlton before? He no, that's Jenkinson. That's Jenkinson. I didn't know anything about him until we bought him, and then I, he was in the team of the season and everything. So. Yeah, he's I, in the I, championship I actually, team of the season. I actually quite like the fact that they've bought someone like that. Yeah, from the decent championship. championship. It makes sense. Give him, give him a go in the Premier. Good value as well. Yeah. Uh, we had Cole Jenkinson in on loan, so a right back. We're paying his whole wages, which is thirty-two grand a week. Uh, he's on a season-long loan, and that's one point six million in wages, Sean. If, yeah, I quite like stays. him. Is there is there option to buy or not? Uh, there's always an option to buy. Oh, I, re- I do really like him actually, and I think he's a very good signing. But Shame, he's injured. Shame isn't he? he picked up an injury. Is it yeah. hamstring? What I is don't it? Know. Can't remember. Just typical, isn't it? Uh, and then you mentioned him earlier, Sean. Shai Chai Shai Ku Kuyate. Kuyate. He came in from Anderlecht for eight million pounds, so expensive. Uh, he's on a four-year deal at thirty-five grand a week. That's seven point two million in wages. Now, I think he's, <laughs> he he was a, a centre back. He helped Anderlecht win the yeah. uh, had title. You, had you heard of him Belgium. before we signed him, Sean? Well. I'd I mean, heard, honestly, 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 the only time I'd heard of him, he'd been linked with Liverpool. And that's Liverpool like, and Arsenal. Arsenal yeah. were looking at him, weren't they? I'd, I'd read about him before being linked with, with other clubs, but I didn't know anything about him apart from that. Uh, and then we, but we, that's good value. We, for, for, he could be a good playmaker. He looked good. Doesn't want to. He can cover centre-back, but I understand he doesn't want to cover centre-back because Tompkins has got a hamstring, we know. Collins, we didn't mention Collins, but Collins was sent off for a second yellow, so he's got a one-match ban as well. So we need a centre-back for Palace. I'll have to play Reece Burke. Uh, Defara Sarko came in as well. He's 2.5 million, rising to 6.5 now, million. Now, this is a story. That's an embarrassing we, story, Sean, wasn't when it? it? Is really? it? Is it? It seemed a little bit classless, the way the club behaved. Well, I'm told, and I have to be careful what I say, but I'm told that at the last minute, the manager wanted to change it to a loan deal and the club, the other side, got a little bit upset. Did they, to uh, as far as I could see, only from what I read, that they got it all sorted. The player had agreed, he'd had a medical, yeah. the fee had been agreed and everything, yeah. and then West Ham at the last tried to change it to a loan deal just like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Anna Valencia was but, obviously our... But he's on, let's look at the value, he's on 15 grand a week. Plus five k per, per uh, appearance. And five grand per appearance. That's that's not a, a bad deal. To oh, that's good value. Well done. Is he any good at scoring goals? Is he a good footballer? Well, he's got forty three goals in the last two seasons. Has he? In League Two and League Three. Oh. And he, and he got him promotion, back to back promotion. His goals got him back to back promotion to get into League One in in France. I don't know what's what's the level of in League Three, Two, and One in um, France. I don't know. I mean, I'll so it's... 43 goals, though, John. Not League 3 in this country or something, aren't they? It's still 
goals. League you know, three, that's interesting. Let's hope so. But Zarate scores goals, he didn't even play him. Right, we'll get to Zarate. Okay. And if Valencia came in, obviously, as our big name signing after yes, an impressive World Cup. He's the most expensive. He came in from Pachuca, Pachuca who are a Mexican team. Uh, he cost 9.5 million, rising to 14 million. £45,000 per week on a five-year deal. That's a total of 11.7 million in wages, meaning big it could cost us 25.7 million pounds yeah. if you see that contract at West Ham. And, and, he, and he achieves all of the, you know, plays, gets the goals, yeah. everything else. Massive investment. I mean, yeah, he, we were talking about Massive him. He, he's Massive. had a good World Cup. He impressed me in the World Cup. I read in the World Cup that Arsenal had gone in for him, and when he signed for West Ham, I was surprised. I, d- I did an interview with a Spurs fan. I'd never heard of him before. I did I'd an never interview heard of him with a Spurs fan. I didn't fan even notice him in the World Cup, to be honest. For, before the Spurs game for West Ham Till I Die, and I asked... Um, do you write for West Ham Till I, I Die? Do, yeah. That's the first one you've asked this year. Um, I asked the question, which current West Ham player would you like in your team? And the answer came back, Anna Valencia. Didn't pick any of the other ones. But no one knows him. World Cup World scouting. Yeah. World Cup scouting. Means nothing. Uh, next up is Mauro Zarate from Velez Sarsfield, an Argentinian team. So you remembered him. I remember him from Birmingham. being on loan Birmingham. at Birmingham and he impressed me whilst him. at Birmingham. And then he went to Lazio and AC Milan and lots of other big clubs or into Milan. Um, and then now he's at West Ham. So I don't know what's happened there. He's on 40 grand a week. But that has fingers crossed that he gets paid. Played, sorry, not paid. He's definitely getting paid. Uh, he was a free transfer, but he's on forty grand a week, as you say, Sean. Well, we Eight point three we million to pay wages. An agent fee to his brother, I believe, um, <clears throat> which was obviously a six-figure sum. He also bought out his own contract, and as part of the deal, he had to buy a gym for his whole club. And he did True. that. He did. But he wants to play. Uh, let's see if Sam will play him. But he knows where the goal is. Without a doubt. He scored a very good guy in pre-season, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Uh, Diego Poye. Poye. Gustavo's son. Signed from... When did he sign? Charlton. Charlton. Uh, for £700,000 on a four-year deal, it was £17,000 a week. Uh, I watched, saw a bit of him in pre-season. I thought he looked quite impressive. Sprayed he, the ball around a bit, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he won't, he won't be first team. He might be on the bench, but he's not going to be a first-team player. He's a development squad to, to build. Uh, if he plays well, he might get, you know, I think Sam said he might get, you know, four or five appearances as a sub this year, but he's not He's not going to figure massively. But lots of other teams wanted him, and he decided to come to West Ham. Are, are we going to shed, give any airtime to his tweets or not? I think the people who dug those tweets out need to hang their heads... In shame. Ri- yeah, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, but this is the problem like with social media now. You could say anything and it can be bought up and, and that's the business you're in, in as a professional it seems or a politician or a celebrity now. The players the players have taken it quite well. Yeah. So. Oh, they've made a joke of it. it I mean, was sort of 16, 15, 16 yeah, at the time. It's ridiculous. I thought he handled it really well. And, um, you know, <laughs> Andy Carroll had a bit of a joke about it, didn't he? He did. Big Andy. So that sums up our transfer activity. Obviously, Sean, you said that no one, uh, David Sullivan said, no one's coming for any of our players. So no. we've only brought in. But I do expect. Obviously, obviously we, re- we released McCartney we and released Taylor. People, and we? We, we I think we covered that at the end of. Yeah, I yeah. think we did. I think we, we did a summer one, didn't we? 12. We released Wadger. 
Watch out. Watch out. Wonder it. And it's the return of the More Than Just Podcast Fantasy League. It is. It's the second yes. season running. There's 174 of you and us taking part this season. Uh, the early, early leader is Mr. K. And Ad, Adamide Adonike. Adonike. That's easy for you to say. Well, at least not to see you try and say yeah, it. Yeah, I won't. I hope I pronounced your name right. Um, they are tying first place with 68 points. Top presenter is me in 43rd with 46 oh, points. Reese is 47th with 45 points. Sean is 101st with 36 points. And John, John is 90th-ish. No, we are 90th. Um, and last but not least is Gary Stewart with just eight points. How do you manage eight points? That's a really <laughs> good going. <laughs> you almost must pick. Most of your players didn't play. Well done, Gary. If, if you're trying to get the wooden spoon for coming last, uh, I'm really impressed um, on what you've managed so far. You, you might be up for the wooden spoon. Uh, and then moving over to social media. So it's time for this. It is time for Facebook Twitter question time And Sean, you asked earlier on the Facebook group and Twitter We are back tonight recording the podcast at around 6pm So send in your messages, questions, moans, groans, gasps of delight to us before we go on air Aaron Sean Watkins was the first to write He says, I actually thought we played okay on Saturday My blame goes to Sam why bring on another white right back when attack was where we were struggling? Carlton came off too late, meaning Enna Valencia would have been more ineffective due to having to try and do more in such little time. Vazte should have come off Upton Park, and Nolan was as useful as a chocolate teapot. Yeah, I agree about Vazte. He was he didn't look uh, very good at all, and I'm, I'm surprised he even got a. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron goes on to say he feels that Zerato will be gone by Christmas, as Sam will just never play him. Yeah, I, I got, did get told today that he'll be gone by January. So, uh, I don't know about Christmas. Cause Who told you that? I, I'm not going to say, but someone said he'll be gone in the, the January transfer window. Ridiculous. Terry Bond says, I was there at the game with my dad and another, a another. They described, me, uh, they described the game as shit, but I don't think it was that bad. What are more than just podcast thoughts about how we played? We've covered that, I hope. And... Is it time for Cole and Vazte to go? Yes. yes. Yeah, please. I, I, I think it is time for those two to go. And I thought we played all right. The results didn't go away and it's a results game. But I thought we were better than last season. All right? I didn't see the whole game. I wasn't there. So we can't go into it. Did he react to the sending off? Did he change into a more attacking? Did he bring no. on another attacker? or no. did he? Do, no. He didn't change anything after the sending off. Uh, not that I remember, no. Don't look at me, I don't know. No. no. Darren Kitching says, Kuyate looks like a wile e operator. What's that? I don't know what that is. Wy- Wiley, Wiley operator? A Wiley. 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 What is it? Clever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He's the best. Goals are the perennial problem. I'll keep my powder dry until I've seen Valencia. If he works out, it could all be okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair comment. Ian McGregor says, Thought Downing, Coyote and Cuyate and Cresswell were our best players. Don't get the obsession over Noble. He is industrious but does not offer much going forward. As for Vazte and Cole, why are they even on the pitch? Horrible. I, I agree. We didn't mention Downing, but Downing had a good game as well. 
And Tim Griss says, we were promised more attacking football, so why didn't Sam put two up top when they were down to ten? It's a joke and he will never change his style. I've never liked Vazte or Nolan, and who, was, who were poor, and Carlton Cole was his usual self. We know that all too well, don't we, what his usual I mean, self is. Nolan is, is one. I mean, he's a big problem. Sarati can play the Nolan role, can't he? He can, yeah. Good, but Sam's never going to drop Nolan, is he? No. He's the first name on the team sheet. We should start a poll to get Sam out. Oh, uh, <laughs> you should have. You should have tried that earlier. We should have done that last no, season. You should do because they listen to the listen to the um, fans, don't they? Especially when yeah. they're voting on a badge. What, what was the fallout from the season ticket holders for them? Well, I didn't go to it because I was on holiday. I watched, but it was a bit tame. I hear. Yeah, it's on YouTube. If you want to see it, you can see it, and it is a little bit, you know, a bit of a loving, really. Yeah, I think there was only a hundred. I think the it was at the Circus Tavern, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think they could hold up to 400, but I think only 100 uh, asked for tickets. I mean, there is a, a, there is a sort of like we said before, you know, I'm, I'm, try, I'm going to try not to just keep banging on about how much I dislike Sam Allardyce and how crap it all is. Because, uh, you know, it's just tedious, isn't it? So you're just going to go and try and enjoy the days it, and you know, enjoy the football the best yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think there's a, a become a level of apathy. We've been hit with... So much stuff, changing the badge, doing everything, you know, we're moving the ground, we do... In the end, it wears you down, so you just sort of, okay, you know what, let's just fall in line. You just like the badge, don't you, now? You, you just fall like, in love with it. Oh, don't even start. I mean, that's when I'm going to probably not go when there's that new club knocking about called West Ham United London. Yeah. Unbelievable. You see us in the Champions League then, John. <laughs> when I come and see you in the old people's home, I go... Can I take John out for the day to the Olympic Stadium to watch West Ham London? West Ham London. And go, oh, yeah, but you've got to have him back by tea time. I say, oh, yeah, okay, it's an early kickoff. Right. So I might be able to do that. <laughs> as long as you wipe me ass for me, yeah, someone's going to yeah, yeah. Make sure he takes his incontinence pants, won't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I will. <laughs> you're bound to be doing that since you're only about six months younger than me. <laughs> Palace your away. Your knees will go, though, John. That's your problem. Your knees will go. It's already gone, isn't your it? Back. <laughs> yeah, my back's gone, Sorry. Uh, Palace away, Sean. You and I are attending. We are. I'm quite excited. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Palace away. Um, then I'm going to watch The Blades in Tevez Gates, part two. Uh, the Blades. You the sound Blades. Like, you sound like yeah. In fact, um, we should probably do predictions for The Blades as well, because it's a bank holiday Monday, so I guess... Yeah, and I'm, I'm in Centre Parks. Yeah, so we should do predictions. <laughs> I know we've only just come back. But <laughs> yeah, I'm on holiday again. Oh, oh dear. Um, so I reckon we're going to win 2-1 against managerless Palace, who might well have two shows in really, charge. I don't know if you've seen it, but they did really well against... Um, yeah, yeah anyway, I heard. Did, um, is that what they're saying? Sherwood? In, yeah. in front of Mackay? Sherwood, yeah. Yeah, not Malcolm Mackay, no. Tim Sherwood's the favourite. So, you know they did the double overs. Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you know the last time we beat Palace? No. Come on, put us out of our misery because it's getting quite near the end. Yeah. Well, I can't remember exactly, but it, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like 2000. And, it's like 2003. <laughs> 2003. So it's uh, like 11 this years. This is going to be a, a long time. And on that note, season. <laughs> Sean, yeah. what's the score going to be? score is going to be, um, I think it'll be a tight game. I'll go for a 1-0 win to West Ham. John, what I'll do you reckon? for a 1-0, I think it'll be a draw. And then we play Sheffield United in the Cup uh, the following we'll Tuesday. We'll 1-0. 3-0 for me. 3-0. Uh, I'll go for a 
free to thriller. I think the club should invite Tevez as a guest of honour and introduce him on the pitch so he can give us all a wave. I think that's all just going to be played to death, that, isn't it? I um, think it would be quite amusing. It would be amusing. If you yeah. think about it, if you're on holiday, we're also not going to have a podcast before the Saints game either, are we? No, maybe we can do an outside broadcast for Southampton. We haven't done one of them for a while. Yeah. So we could do one for Palace, actually. What did you say for Palace? Um, for uh, the Blades, one nil win. So Southampton, just uh, two nil win. God, we're going to run a form all of a sudden. (laughs) What's his name? The the champ in charge, Sam Allardyce. No, in in Cooman. Cooman. Again, he's not playing. I thought Southampton played uh, well against. Was it Liverpool they played? Yeah. I think they're going to be a lot tougher than you think. Um, you are in any time today, Sean. I will go for a nil-nil draw. Oh, exciting. John, what do you reckon? I reckon one-nil, maybe. Win to us. Woo, excellent. We, we will try and get... Po- You're off for the whole week, are you, that week? Yep. So we won't... We will be back in two weeks. Two weeks on Monday. Feel free to podcast without me. I've told you this before. I'm you the are, only you member... Are. Of the podcast who's never missed an episode. That's because you you're the new one who knows <laughs> how to set up the mixing software. You do with all the hundred episodes you... and I've been on every yeah. one. Well so, done. George, if you train me how to use the mixing software, then maybe we could do an episode without you. Okay, I'll, we'll try and do that. Okay. So that'll be a podcast in two weeks then. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> That's it for the hey, first episode of 100 episodes. Well done. Congratulations. Oh, Congratulations. 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 We're all shaking, and in that hands. We're years, all shaking hands at the moment. 100 years. In those 100 episodes, Sean has gone from no one to the representation of the typical fan of West Ham. He is, he, is, of the fans. he is a West Ham fan personified, isn't he, Sean? He is, he is. Yeah, from Surrey with a posh voice. He's yeah. exactly what you expect when you think of a West Ham Thank you for listening to Mornish Podcast. Podcast will be back soon. Come on, Come on you irons. irons. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.